0: it is wednesday another episode of our weatherwise podcast is here today is february 17th hopefully everyone had a wonderful valentine's day over the weekend but i can tell you parts of the deep south did not have a great valentine's day and we'll explain why coming up here in this podcast i am chief meteorologist daniel johnson and today i'm alongside
1: Meteorologist Sloan
0: Haynes. Let's jump right into it, Sloan, because Valentine's Day weekend, it was a bit tricky, even here on Del Marva. It was a bit icy uh, for uh, parts of northern Del Marva early mm-hmm. on Saturday, but parts of Texas, Oklahoma, and I mean almost into Mexico, down across the Gulf of Mexico, areas that almost never see snow, had accumulating snow. They had ice. There were um, car pileups. Um, very sad stories coming out uh, especially mm-hmm. out of the state of Texas so yeah. let's talk about that and what's happening because if you remember Sloan and I'm, if anyone listened last week our podcast was actually about the polar vortex and um, warming in the stratosphere and I even remember doing a podcast with you Sloan I believe it was a few weeks ago where we actually mentioned sudden stratospheric warming and how that can weaken the polar vortex and make it split and it can invade the US. And that's what's been happening uh, for the past couple of weeks. And it's continued to push as far south as the Gulf of Mexico. So pretty incredible to see, you know, below zero temperatures in Texas and to see snow too, right?
1: Yep, snowfall for areas that really don't receive snow. And I was looking up some snowfall totals, Daniel, some places don't even have an average amount of snowfall. That's how far south this went.
0: Right. So areas that pretty much averaged no snow had accumulating mm-hmm. snow. So and you're right. That just goes to show you how rare it is. If you don't even have an average snowfall per winter, you're never really getting snow. Yeah. So I guess let's talk about the snow aspect of it and the precipitation aspect of it. And then we can get into some uh, temperatures as well but yeah. I remember tracking uh, just several days ago it was actually before the weekend hit um, they started seeing some freezing rain and precipitation and I remember reading mm-hmm. an article about a you know a hundred car pile up uh, where you know a few people lost their lives unfortunately on the uh-huh. highway because the roads were just a sheet of ice with that freezing freezing rain so the freezing rain was the yeah. first problem and then over the weekend on Valentine's Day several inches of snow do you happen to have any of those snowfall totals with you sloan that you want to mention
1: i i do i'm looking at dallas on february 14th so sunday four inches of snow fell that was a new record for them daniel three inches was their previous record set back in 1951 and taking a look at waco texas on valentine's day they got two inches of snow
0: wow yeah and, I'm and another
1: sure- one oklahoma city six inches of snow fell on Valentine's Day. So these areas received a considerable amount of snow that did stop traffic, really.
0: Yeah, and of course, the farther south you go, you know, the least amount of snow that you typically get. But even Houston, Texas, I saw, got about an inch of snow. And that's just incredible for Houston, which is almost very close to the Gulf of Mexico, uh, pretty far south uh, into Texas. Mm -hmm. And I also saw a video... Uh, near Brownsville, Texas, right along the border of Mexico, had snow as well. So yeah. just insane to see snow that deep in the state of Texas. But that snow has caused major problems on the roadways and mm-hmm. in terms of their power grid, too. There are, you know, thousands of people without power, mm-hmm. you know, to this day uh, because yep. of the weather. They're
1: doing those rolling blackouts right now.
0: Right rolling blackouts, which I actually learned a little bit more about before we did this podcast, Uh, you know, some of them are just power outages occurring because, you know, the grid can't quite handle it. But a lot of this was actually ordered by the governor uh, to, Mm -hmm. you know, make that power last longer. So certain neighborhoods would not have power for a few hours. Then it would come up. And it was a way to conserve energy, which I thought was Mm -hmm. unique, but also dangerous. And I read stories of people who had to go in their cars to stay warm through the night because their house temperatures dropped below Mm -hmm. 40 degrees and you can get hyperthermia very quickly in your house when temperatures are that cold
1: yep people i know we've had a few deaths reported because people were in their cars from carbon monoxide poisoning in texas because of these rolling blackouts but the governor and officials have said this is what they need to do to get by. And I know with the rolling blackouts, they're avoiding areas that do have hospitals or downtown centers that are heavily populated to make sure that they can still stay up and running, especially with the pandemic.
0: Right, and they said they had to do these rolling blackouts again to conserve the energy. And because Mm -hmm. some of these power grids and the areas that um, you know power up Texas Uh, some part of the grid was freezing and they had to give, you know, part of the grid a break. And, you know, it's Mm -hmm. a strategic way of conserving energy and making sure the power grid doesn't fail. But, you know, it's controversial and, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people have been, you know, freezing and and having problems. So we talked about some of these snowfall totals, record snowfall totals from Houston to Waco, to Oklahoma City, to Dallas. Austin.
1: Even Jackson, Mississippi, got a record snowfall, Daniel, of 0.2 inches. Wow. Not a lot, but that beats their record, which was a trace amount back in 1968.
0: <laughs> a record snow, trace, beating yep, that record. Yeah, point 0.2. Point 0.2. Very nice. Uh, yeah, I have a friend who lives in Jackson, and, um, Mississippi, and forecasts there, and they had winter storm warnings, you know, for that amount of snow and for the cold, too because temperatures were dropping. Let's talk about that cold a little bit because I'm looking at some of these numbers and I can't believe Dallas dropped to one below zero Tuesday morning. I
1: cannot believe that either. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's a record daily low temperature, one below zero in Texas. The day before Mm -hmm. on Monday morning, it dropped to a low of four degrees and only a high of 14, 14 degrees Mm -hmm. as the high temperature in Dallas and on sunday which was valentine's day their high was 22 and that's when mm-hmm. things really you know took a turn for the worse everything really started and went downhill and dallas again on sunday for valentine's day it was the coldest high temperature since february 2nd of 2011 so it's been pretty much a decade since they've had these record you know cold temperatures and of course that record low of or that 9 for that low temperature sunday was a record low and Monday, the low of four was a record low. Actually, tied for the uh, tied for third coldest daily high temperature, which was a high of 14, and that low of four degrees uh, was a record low temperature. So, lots of records, and that's in Dallas.
1: Yeah, that was very cold. Looking at Waco, Texas, they set a record low temperature of five degrees, so a degree warmer in Dallas. I wonder if that really made a difference for them being a degree warmer there but they only had a high of 20 degrees on monday so it was still very cold there and they're staying cold again this morning
0: yeah and that cold lingers and you know they're up for some more winter weather which we'll talk about coming up but Mm -hmm. if we want to move on to austin really quickly even austin texas had record low temperatures Um, on sunday austin had a high of 31 degrees so that was the high staying below freezing and that was a new record low high temperature for that date so the coldest they've ever been on that date for a high temperature they had a low on sunday of 14 and that was a record low temperature uh, for valentine's day and even the next day monday they had a high of 24 and a low of 10 degrees and again these are records so And then a low of 8 degrees on Tuesday morning in Austin, Texas. So the temperatures, it just got colder and colder after they got all the snow, which is typical because with a snowpack, you know, you typically Mm -hmm. get temperatures dropping much quicker than they would without snowpack.
1: Yeah. Taking like we talked about Oklahoma City with their snowfall earlier, Daniel. But taking a look at Monday, their new record low temperature was negative 6 degrees. So six below zero. Jeez. But taking a look at Tuesday, they said Oklahoma City recorded its second coldest temperature on record, with a low of minus fourteen degrees. So that's that, cold. It got a got minus even colder. seventeen-degree reading in 18, 19, 1899
0: is their coldest. Wow. Oh man, and I have friends, and <laughs> I have friends in Oklahoma who say their power grid is just really horrible and the power goes out you know with some with not even horrible weather and with this type of weather happening the power has been going out in Oklahoma too and it's been pretty bad uh, throughout that state so multiple states across the south dealing with major problems Uh, even San Antonio Texas on Sunday had a high of 30 degrees and um, again that was a A record low high temperature with a high of 30 degrees and they had a low of 13 and that was also um, a very cold low that was a record low temperature Monday they had a high of 28 in San Antonio and a low of 9 degrees again both records and then Tuesday they had a low of 13 in San Antonio which was also uh, a cold record low just record I know after record.
1: Arkansas on um, Monday set record snowfall. 7.7 7 inches fell there in Little Rock, Arkansas. But going to the other part of the state, Fayetteville, Arkansas set on Tuesday morning a new all-time record low, of minus 20 degrees. 20 so we've been seeing this cold zero. air. And I was taking a look at the Midwest just to see if they also got the very cold Arctic air. But they didn't really beat any records kansas city in the, well, in missouri they really only were the state a little outside of where we've been talking about that had a record low temperature of six below zero but taking a look north of that in des moines iowa they had a low of negative 10 degrees and i guess that's normal for them because they aren't really complaining a lot in iowa i have friends there and they're just saying it's another day
0: yeah i mean it's it's pretty incredible when you look at the map uh of um, mm-hmm you know the central and southern tier of the u.s and if you just imagine south central canada kind of the middle of canada all the way down into texas that's pretty much Mm -hmm. where the cold is yes it it bleeds a little more over to the east towards iowa as you mentioned um, even into parts of kentucky but it's the most extreme across the heart of the nation and all the way down into texas oklahoma right into right into the gulf of mexico uh, so pretty incredible that that true arctic air is just making a beeline due south it's mm-hmm. not pushing too far to the east you know that true arctic air still hasn't really made it to Del Marva. it's you know just kind of hitting almost what seems like a brick wall um, mm-hmm. which we call here the southeast ridge which is just a, a ridge that develops along the southeast uh, of the u.s that helps to keep us more average and sometimes above average like on mm-hmm. tuesday morning sloan we made it into the 60s on del yes. that was incredible yes
1: we did i believe it was 63 degrees in salisbury tuesday morning so yeah. it didn't really feel that bad but as the day went on it felt a little chillier outside just that front passing through
0: right and again a front pass through but it's not an arctic front you know it's not no. bringing that true arctic air here it just the air's moderating as it heads east, so not mm-hmm. as cold, which we're thankful for. You know, we don't want to deal, you know, with what Texas is dealing with and this brutal cold. And Sloan, I, we did a, a podcast, I think, what was it, early January or so, mid-January, where we talked about Texas getting snow. Mm-hmm. then, And now here they are again getting yep. more snow here in February
1: and more winter weather is on the way for this region of the country. We, we talked about a little bit earlier, but another system um, or is actually moving through the area now, rather.
0: Right. And more freezing rain, more cold. And, you know, we don't see it completely uh, ending just yet. They're still dealing with this. Hopefully mm-hmm. there won't be, you know, any horrible storms or storms like this in the near future. But yeah, they're still dealing with the problems, the power outages, which they said people could be without power for over a week, Yeah, you know, in some spots. But yeah, winter storm warnings, ice storm warnings, still in effect as they're still dealing with ice, you know, early this morning throughout parts Uh of Texas and even into Louisiana where there's ice storm warnings.
1: I know they told people not to travel unless they need to go out and travel because I'm sure... A lot of people have seen on social media from the weekend, from the beginning of the work week, a lot of accidents out there in the south. They're not really used to this type of weather. Houston, not really used to this type of weather being there along the Gulf, but they're having this ice on the ground causing dangerous driving conditions for them.
0: Yeah, and meteorologists down south were warning people before Valentine's Day that you need to get out or you need to hunker down. You know, you need to prepare now. Uh, before this storm arrives and I saw one tweet and not to make a joke out of the storm because people have lost their lives but there was one funny moment that an on-air meteorologist said the day before Valentine's Day he said tomorrow's Valentine's Day we're expecting the worst we want you to have a great time with the one you love but if you're stuck in a house right now with someone you don't like and you don't want to be there with them on Valentine's Day you better leave now and get out so he kind of made a little You know, little joke about that because Valentine's Day was coming up. You don't want to get stuck in a house Mm -hmm. with someone you don't like. But it just turned deadly, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. on Valentine's Day. And speaking
1: of other meteorologists down south, especially in Texas, I have friends working in Texas at their stations, and they're spending the night. They've been there since Valentine's Day night, Mm -hmm. and they're staying there until this Friday, until road conditions are safe.
0: Yeah, they can't even get out on the roads.
1: No, I saw they've converted sales offices, the ones without windows for the morning people. Nightside people get windows. The sun doesn't really bother them, but that's what I've been seeing. And people, they're bringing their dogs and everything with them. So they're working overtime right now to keep their viewers informed. Right. And
0: some people ask, can't they just send plows there and just plow the snow? Like, what's the problem? They literally don't have a budget. Like, they Mm -hmm. don't have money to do this. Um, they don't really have the full equipment to clear the roads properly like we would, you know, here in our area. I mean, we Mm -hmm. don't even have a huge budget for snow removal because we average about nine inches of snow every winter. Uh, We're able to handle it for the most part, but just imagine, you know, into Texas, they just can't, you know, Mm -hmm. handle it properly. So we're definitely sending thoughts and Mm -hmm. prayers to, you know, Mm -hmm. states that are dealing with this. And that are going to continue to deal with these problems a little bit longer and we really hope that conditions improve and it looks like they will slowly as we progress, Mm -hmm. you know, through the week and into the weekend.
1: Yeah. And that same system moving through the south today, going to begin to move towards the mid-Atlantic as we head into tomorrow, Thursday. But our major concern right now, this is heavy rainfall so that the National Weather Service is also keeping their eyes on right now. is heavy rainfall for us on Delmarva associated with this system.
0: Yeah, heavy rain. We're expecting to move in late tonight and into Thursday, but it could start mm-hmm. as a wintry mix. And, you know, it could cause some icy problems, especially across northern Delmarva. So we're watching this storm closely. Uh, but last thing before we go, people are wondering why is this happening? Why is Texas, even Mexico, And areas that don't typically see snow, why is this happening? And, you know, I kind of briefly mentioned it at the top, the very beginning of our podcast. Again, that sudden stratospheric warming. And if you're confused as to what that term means, go ahead and listen to our previous podcast, the one right before this one. We go into detail all about it, but it just, that's what's happening in the stratosphere. Uh, And it's, you know, correlating to what's happening here at the surface. And, It's just bringing in this deadly cold, you know, from the Arctic, true Arctic air, pushing through Canada, pushing through the northern tier of the U.S., the central tier, the heart of the nation, and now into the deep south. Um, I actually got a call yesterday, Sloan. Someone was like, but I thought there was global warming. Why is it cold? Um, We tried to avoid going into details on global warming. Yes, we're scientists, but Mm -hmm. we're responsible for putting out forecasts. Not to get into some, you know, argument with people over global global warming, but what global warming is doing or climate change is it's creating things kind of being a little more extreme than mm-hmm. what we've seen. Yes, we've seen snow like this in some areas.